Hello and welcome to The Two Tones. It's episode 10 for season 2016. Myself, Tony Moclair, and the great man, the beast, Tony DeBolfo. How are you, Tony? Good day, Tony. Lovely to see you in the room and um, interesting weekend. How did you spend it? Uh, well, I was, uh, I was watching it courtesy of Channel 7 that you're talking about the Bulldogs game. I am indeed. Uh, what else would we be talking about? I had um, uh, my son, Rafe, nine-year-old, on my lap with his best mate, Charlie. Yes. He's a Richmond supporter, so he hasn't had a very good weekend either. <laughs> And Daddy got a little bit worked up. <laughs> Daddy, that was an indication of how um, uh, how disappointed I was. I mean, I've, look, uh, they were harder and – well, I'd, actually, no, let me rephrase that. I don't think they were any harder than we were. They were just a lot more favoured by the umpires. We certainly did get the rough end of the pineapple in terms of the umpiring decisions. I think – what was the figures? It was something like um, – well, you know, at one point we've gone 52 minutes without a free mm. kick. Now, when a game is that much in the balance, when both sides are committing to the contest, as Carlton and the Bulldogs were, to then contend that free kicks are only going one way is simply idiotic. Yes. Admittedly, I think we were our own worst enemies with a fair few of those contentious decisions, Tony. Um, I think perhaps we were a little bit over-vigorous in our attack that probably resulted in, you know, a lot of decisions not going our way. But in saying that, it was a a massive discrepancy, wasn't it, between... Um, us and them in terms of the free kick count. There were some really poor free kicks mm. that they got too. Was there a cat within striking They're distance both. of your boot? <laughs> Tony, I no, hate to was, think. No, um, the neighbours next door are selling their house and I think it has a lot to do with how I react when I watch the footy these days. That's all I'll say. Um, in terms of debuts though, Tone, it was fantastic. Before we get to um, what I think are going to be some glittering careers in the dark navy blue jumper. Where did you see the match? I was uh, I was actually officiating as master ceremonies at the Carltonians lunch. Oh, Tony no. uh, uh, Vince Lochizano, the president, had asked me to do the honours. Um, a little thing to come out of that was uh, Phil Malin, the the eighty one eighty two premiership uh, wingman, yeah. was a guest of the Carltonians and. Um, uh, as fate would have it, his 60th birthday was um, coming up on the, uh, I think, four days from the, the event. Um, so Vince, you know, in his wisdom, arranged for a cake to be presented to Phil at the end of the interview I conducted mm. with him on stage in front of everyone in the house. Uh, unfortunately, Phil had almost turned 61 before the cake, oh. cake actually arrived. Uh, <laughs> so it was a, a horrible pause there for a period uh, uh, during the uh, the uh, function tone. But was, it, was a former bluebird expected to pop out of the cake? Well, or? it was a it was a minuscule cake, so unfortunately, it wasn't. Um, you know, uh, no, it didn't achieve that effect. However, um, it was uh, it was a good it was a good function and. Um, uh, you know, we watched on with um, disappointment, I suppose, uh, particularly the, that second quarter when, when Ooh, the Bulldogs yes. really lifted a yeah. notch and, and, and unfortunately we, our players just weren't there um, for that, that crucial period of time. And, you know, you look at the, um, you know, the first half, 9-4-2-3, the game was effectively over. Mm. Uh, Brendan Bolton did say that he commended the players for hanging in, which they did, and I think, I think you could... Made a reasonable argument that we had the better of the second half. Mm. Uh, of course, the damage was done, but as you mentioned earlier, there were um, uh, some 
positives to come out of that mm. contest, no doubt. Yeah, well, just uh, before we get to those, seven missed set shots at goal. I mean, that's going to kill you every day of the week, week well, in, week out. And I, I feel for the defenders, you know, and the midfielders that are mm. busting a gut to get the ball into that forward 50, yeah. only to have it come out again at the kickoff. You know, it's... Um, you know, we're talking senior league footy here, and it's it's unacceptable at mm. this level, really. Um, and you know, um, players have just got to get get it right. You know, we're t- we're not talking you know difficult chances no, here. These no. are set shots from you know point blank. Yeah. And I mean, at this level, metres. it's in- inexcusable. I yeah. believe um, it's got to be got to be rectified. Yeah, you're right. You know, turnovers obviously were lethal. Let's look at the debuts though. They were exciting. Sumner, what did you make of him, Tone? A lively little player and yeah. a hard nut too. Um, and it seems to be a theme amongst the players that have come to this club from GWS. You know, I, I think what the, those players as collective have brought is a real metal, um, you know, and resolve to yeah. the team. And um, players like, you know, um, Sumner and Lockie Plammer will talk about in a minute, Jed Lamb. They're all, uh, they've all been in the system for a little while now and they're... Um, they're match hardened and, mm. um, and and contributing, and it's magnificent to see the example that players like um, Sumner, Lamb, Plowman set. Um, a favourite moment in that game for me, Tony, was when Liam Sumner took that terrific mark yes. uh, in the third quarter. Yeah. The world bearing down on him, yeah. he was taken out. And what was great about it was the way that the Carlton players went in to support their mate yes. and fly the flag. Now, yes. that, to me, t- tells me that the team is playing for each other. And, and um, I loved seeing that. And, um, and all power to Liam Sumner um, for setting the example and for the, for the players to uh, rally around him uh, in his time of need. It was very good to see. Yeah. And uh, that, that was a great mark yeah. and a real lifter for the team. You yeah. know, he finished off with a goal, and that's exactly what you want from your players. You know, bodies on the line, uh, caution to the wind, you know, and, and just make the ball your, your object and uh, the rest will look after itself. Yeah, and a bit of a dust-up too, which is always fun. We, we love do, a dust-up time. We love it. Yes. Now, uh, you mentioned Lockie Plowman. Lockie Plowman. Now, Lockie Plowman, um, uh, Mr Versatility. I yeah. mean, um, you know, Brendan Bolton threw Lockie Plowman straight onto um, Stringer uh, straight away. Um, and, and Who had quite a game. No, well, well, no. Plowman, Plowman kept Stringer pretty much under wraps, and then, and then there was a period of time where he was thrown back onto uh, Tom Boyd, yeah, the the big tall forward for the Bulldogs. So, what we see in Plowman is a you know capacity to take the small or the tall. And the other thing I like about Lockie Plowman's game was his capacity to run the lines, yeah, you know, and straight up the middle. And uh, he's a really looks to me like a really good rebounding um, a, a defender that. Um, I think it's going to play back half for a long, long time for the Carlton Football Club. And I do think, Tony, one of the other positives that come out of the game was the way that the the backs uh, are beginning to really gel. You yeah. know, and, um, uh, you know, you, we talk about Jakob Wietering, of course, and uh, how well he played yeah. and how well he's playing. And then throwing a plowman into the mix, you've got the, you know, the wise head Simo at the back as well. Sam Doherty um, outstanding. Oh you know, you're God. getting some good yeah. numbers there, and um, I think we're really seeing, you know, the the, the future setup of the of the back six, um, you know, beginning to materialise. What does that mean for our mate Jamo? Well, Jamo, you know, he was, uh, I suppose, you know, 
tapped on the shoulder and told, you know, to get back and find some form, you know, I'm sure he's taken it like a man and will mm. come back like the professional that he is. You know, there's still obviously opportunity for Gemma to, to um, break back into that team. Um, but I think it's good that, you know, the message is sent to our experienced players that, you know, um, no, nothing's forever. There are no guarantees. And um, players that represent the Carlton Football Club in 2016 are selected on form. Mm. Um, so I, I don't think it's a bad message to send at all, not only to a player of Jamo's experience, but to the rest of the team, say that um, positions are available if you're up for the fight. Um, yeah. It's good we, to see. We'll, um, we'll give his new podcast a plug, but only when he's back in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, don't, go, don't go too hard there. <laughs> no, we, uh, no. we are uh, in opposition, of course. Now, uh, there was uh, watching the game, and at the end of it, I definitely felt exasperated by aspects of it that I've certainly mentioned, but there was grit, there was determination, there was still that frustrating, you know, all the hard work in the second half amounting to very little because of, I guess, the lack of a key marking forward. Very true. But I think also we're, we're probably falling down a little bit in terms of our decision-making and also our use of the ball really across the ground. Yeah. I think there are you know, just a few too many clangers for all the hard work that mm. we, we, our players you know, put in. Um, I, I think you know, maybe that comes with a little bit more experience. I don't know. Or, you know but, but I think just wise heads have to prevail. In terms of the contested possessions, I don't think you could ask more of the mm. way the current players are going about their work. You know, um, they're really committing to the contest across mm. the ground. But I think it's just where they're falling down is just, you know, their, their clinical use of the football and the finishing and, and, and the decisions they make in terms of, you know, when they give off the, a, a kick to put a player to advantage or a handball. We're just lacking a little bit of poison, maybe composure there. So... Um, there's a lot. There's a lot, I guess, to you know, to for Bolton to work with to try and get this element of Carlton's game right. But I think, in terms of the commitment of the players, you couldn't really question mm. uh, how hard they're going. We want consistency of performance too, Tony. Obviously, you know that that second quarter in particular really was unacceptable. Um, we've got to try and get 100 minutes into the uh, legs of all our players, um, and that's a working progress. But hopefully, it will come. But by and large, you really can't um, fault the way the players are going about their work. They are truly having a go for Carlton. And that is reflected by the fact that membership has bested last year's effort. Yeah, well... Um, and so people are, people are genuinely engaging with that, with that effort and that new spirit. Very good point, uh, because I think they believe in where uh, Brendan Bolton is taking this group and, and all the coaches are, are, are taking this group of players. Um, it's a work in progress, and we, we know and we realise that um, it's not one of those si- situations where you can click your fingers and get it right. It's going to take time. However, uh, the signs are positive, and I think the discerning judges out there, the Carlton members can see that um, that this is a team on the make. Mm-hmm. And we only hope that, you know, we can get a few more members over the line, Tony, because 50,000-plus would be would be uh, magnificent. Um, well, we're, we're two pivotal steps closer to that magic 50,000 number, Tony, because congratulations to uh, <laughs> Juddy and Beck. Uh, there are currently 47,305 members. Make that... 307 <laughs> by the time those twins pop out. Now, we don't... There was, there was 
there was debate before we pressed record today as to the gender or the sex yes. of the two. That's now a loaded yeah. term, unfortunately. But yes. the, the sex of the two um, uh, babies. Yes. Well, I've called for the developed print of the ultrasex scan. <laughs> we, we're waiting on that. We know, we know at least one is male, which well, is great news. Well, that is great news. And uh, we're certainly looking forward to seeing that great man in action in what what will be 2035. Yeah, um, I'm happy to wait. In Navy happy Blood. to wait. <laughs> we'll be there, Tony. <laughs> Cheering the great man on. But no, it is great. It is great news. And, uh, you know, good luck to Chris and Rebecca Judd. I know they, they are regular listeners of the podcast. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> that's um, true. We, that, uh, they may have even fallen pregnant while listening to it. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, it could have been Bob Chitty's Blues last <laughs> it week. Could have been. Yeah, it's it a bit too been. late. In the, uh, well, that is, look, it is great news and we're very, we're very good happy luck, for good them. On them. Good luck. Yeah, and good luck to them both, yes. Um, now, uh, speaking of Hall of Famers, um, or, you know, great players of the Carp Football Club, there's a couple of new inductees, Tone, that we should talk about. Yes, very exciting to uh, see that uh, Scott Campriali, Mill Hannah, Jack Rowd and Ian Robertson have all been um, inducted into the Carlton Hall of Fame, or will soon be formally inducted into the Hall, a big night at the Athenaeum shortly. Um, uh, I had the great privilege of being on the uh, selection committee, uh, Tony, um, and... Um, there was a lot of deliberation, um, you know, in, in uh, finalising the names of these four great Carlton men. Uh, a number of meetings held over the journey to finalise this list. And um, I think it's fair to say that, you know, most of us, most of the listeners would be mindful of the contributions of Camp Reale, yeah. Hannah and Ian Robertson. Ian Robertson, mm-hmm. a triple premiership player. Jack Rout's probably the, the unknown, but uh, was a great player for Carlton through the 30s and 40s. And uh, in later life was um, was the pacifist to the bull in the china shop who was Rod Barassi, the coach of Carlton. Jack Rout for many years was chairman of selectors ah. through that period and um, was seen as the, as the great um, uh, uh, pacifist. Jack Rout's son Johnny told me that Jack would have made a magnificent politician mm-hmm. because he played the diplomat to, you know, with a plomb. Mm. And um, he served as Carlton chairman of selectors effectively to the day he died. Wesloff uh, had, had probably taken the mantle by then, but officially Jack Rout until his death was, was Carlton's chairman of selectors and uh, was a great man behind the scenes, um, a man who was truly respected by people who, with whom he worked and a most worthy um, inductee to the Carlton Hall. I would say the same with Mill Hannah. I'm thrilled to see him in yes. there. God, he was such a great player to watch. Yeah. Courageous, a... skillful, just, uh, I, yeah, I've always kind of had a... Sp- a soft spot for Millam. Yes, so I'm very, a, very happy to a see him. Great there. call and a great uh, Carlton story, a great multicultural yeah, story. Yeah, born, really in yeah. born in Lebanon. Born in Lebanon. It's uh, you know it's uh, hard to um, fathom that a kid from that part of the world could come in and just take Australia on at their own game. And which he did, you know, and a local boy too. He settled in um, in Fitzroy. He in runs the Fitz Cafe he's, in Fitzroy. In, that's yeah. right, you know, um, and was recruited to the club from, um, you know. Um, Stones throw from the ground, so um, all power to him. Campriali, of course, you know, um, uh, premiership player, should have been the Norwich rising yes. star in his first year, '95. Tony, don't know how he never won that award. I think he was wearing the wrong jumper. Yes, probably was at the time. And of course, in Adelaide's hour of need, uh, took over as coach with mm. the uh, sad demise of Philip Walsh. So, 
um, all great Carlton men who, uh, with the exception of Jack Rad, who died some years ago, we, we would expect would all be in the room uh, when their names are confirmed as Carlton's inductees. Well, congratulations to all of them. Um, that, uh, and congratulations to you, Tone, for your fine work doing that. Oh, too. thank you very much. So, yeah. A labour of love, Tony, I assure you. Now, I believe there's one, uh, one player being elevated to legend status. There will be one player elevated to legend status uh, uh, on the night we will, we will hear that name. Um, and uh, I know just in the planning behind the scenes for this, um, I, I'm sure that this uh, legend will be well received by the Carlton rank and file. Um, and uh, just being part of it, as I said, Tony, to hear fellow legends of the club talk about this man in such glowing terms mm-hmm. really gives you a sense of how important this particular legend was to the machinations of Carlton in arguably its greatest glory era. So, so Congratulations um, to Josh Bootsman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I let the cat out of the bag there. Sorry, shouldn't have done that. Um, no, we look forward to that on the night. When is that, Tone? Uh, the big night is at the Athenaeum on April 29th, Tony. Okay, April 29th. Great, gotcha. Now, um, we'll look ahead to, uh, to round five. Frio v Carlton, the club travel to Perth for this game. Bag's not sitting next to Grant Hackett on the plane. Um, Tone, do you want to preview it? Well, Tony, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, who would have thought uh, from Adel, uh, Zip from four? I know. Um, this, is, this is extraordinary. I mean, it's hard to believe that, you know, if they find themselves in this position, um, pretty much took it up to North for, you know, uh, a fair proportion of the game last week. Fell away, I suppose, in the finish. But, um, look, <laughs> Frio in Perth, I mean, it's a massive challenge for the yeah. Carlton travelling team. So That said, there's been some great victories out west. And, 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 and like in the last five years or so, Carlton have given a good account of, the, of themselves. They have indeed. And as I perhaps uh, alluded to earlier, um, Brendan Bolton has got uh, this team playing a, a super attacking brand of footy. You mm. know, they're taking the game on and um, they're backing themselves. And I just think, yeah, on the big ground, that's what they have to do. You know, it's, um, it's uh, all about... Quick ball movement. Um, what we want to probably see a little bit more is the, you know, the the cleanness of possession, mm. uh, better decision making, and better finishing for goal. Yes. If we get all that, if we get that, then um, we're going to win games. And let's hope um, the first of them comes at Domain Stadium uh, at the weekend. All right, that game uh, Sunday, twenty fourth of April at Domain Stadium, two fifteen. That's Western Standard Time. Uh, Tone, we need to um, give our votes. Yes, yes. You go first, Tone. I've, All right. Uh, um, for honest. me, Doherty, three votes. I thought he was magnificent. It's just his uh, his rate of effort, um, his initiative. Uh, I just remember just watching him going. I'm just thrilled that he is at our club. Um, <clears throat> Who else do I have here? Do you, and this may strike you as like Phillips. He, he's ongoing development. I, I'm finding, I'm finding. You, you I'm like what you see. It. You like, like what you it. see. Yeah, a real competitor, isn't he? He is. He is. He's definitely. Uh, so it's two votes for him, and uh, I'm going one for Kerridge. I just uh, I like how he goes about it. I like um, I like what he does. Very good call, Tony. Hard to disagree. When, when you think about the game, there were a lot of good contributors to come. I've uh, haven't. Uh, gone completely the same way as you. I've I've actually pitched for three defenders. Oh, yeah. So my one vote goes to um, you know um, 
uh, Simo, uh, Cade yeah. Simpson, played out of his weight division for 12 years and still going strong. Uh, two votes I gave to Lockie Plowman. I thought oh, on yeah. Boo, you know, to, to, to be able to nullify Stringer and then to go back onto Boyd in his first game for the club, you know, you couldn't mm. ask more. And three, I agree with you entirely on, on Sam Doherty. I yeah. thought he was um, heroic in the way that he stood firm for Carlton yeah. uh, when, when it was under, under real siege. So yeah. um, three backs this week, Tony. Well, well done. Well done. I probably should give, give a special mention to... Uh, well, Sumner, I thought, yeah, Sumner and Plowman, exceptional on debut. Absolutely. Fantastic. So Absolutely. well done to both of them. Uh, that is it from us. We will be back next week to dissect what hopefully is Carlton's first win of season 2016. We live in hope. Here, here. Tony DeBolfo, great to see you. We'll catch you next week on The Two Tones. <laughs> <laughs>